Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. Welcome back. Welcome back. As y'all know, this is the podcast show that does everything that they don't. You are now tuning in to Who They Want Podcast, Real Talk with Real People. And today, under the Soul Food Sunday trend tradition that we are starting to create, I bring to you self-care from the Who They Want team. And sitting on a panel of today's show, we got the great, impeccable Kyle Eric rocking with us today, along with... Whew, I'm talking Arthur, playwright specialist, black woman empowerment, poster child, like the phenomenal, amazing. I'm probably giving her too much already in the intro. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, you know us, <laughs> Fat Carol Freestyle, but I know her as Kimberly Denise. Welcome to Who They Want. Let's get the show on the road. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. How are y'all doing today? Can't complain. Wonderful. Me either. Doing fine. Doing fine. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I am recuperating from a weekend of partying, celebrating. So I'm doing great. Awesome. Yes. I'm just relaxing, taking it easy, doing my thing on this self-care Sunday. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So, yes. What about the two of you? What are you gentlemen doing on this self-care Sunday? Um, well, feeling all right, feeling all right. Uh, my apartment building just avoided a fire. <laughs> so lower. Yeah. Like doesn't like just an hour ago, there was a fire in the laundry room, but everybody, everybody's fine. Everybody's fine though. Oh, well, thank God. Yeah. And y'all know the big dog is forever great. Hanging out with my grandma, you know, enjoying life, chilling. I wouldn't say I didn't watch no movies today. Well, actually, I took that back. I watched the Space Jam Two: New Legacy. Shout out to LeBron James. Really great mm -hmm. movie. I encourage you kids to go see it. Definitely for <laughs> one for the new era. <laughs> yeah, I got, I gotta, I gotta agree. It is, not, it is not as bad as as people are making it out to be. Absolutely. You know? I, th I think it's society's hatred for LeBron for him being who he is is what detoured everybody from making it the movie it should be for kids yeah but also nostalgia plays a big part yes in it you know yeah. like i i love space jam one but i know it's not a masterpiece i know that, that you know it's a commercial vehicle and this was definitely a promotional vehicle but yeah but i have to say this lebron had more to do than mike did <laughs> true statement yeah. true statement you LeBron got to had see more, more to do then Mike did, and the message was a bit more about family and 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 letting your letting your kids be themselves instead of, mm -hmm. you know, because they had this whole thing about, you know, his you know his his son not wanting to play basketball, and he's like, why you know why why can't I relate to this? Why, why is he just want to have his head in the game? I'm like, oh wait, so you 
person who plays a game in real life only mad because your your child wants to play a virtual game which was inspired by the real game I, I'm, I'm over here under you know over analyzing everything but <laughs> yeah but you're right you made good points on how it does play an effect on the messages as men of you know being a father figure to your child no matter yep. how busy you get you know like life is not a game like you got to be serious enough to pay attention that something can happen in a matter of seconds that could just end it all so i just think us implementing from a guy's perspective today's show on self-care is you better you know pay more attention to those that you love did we did we just use space jam as a springboard to talk about mental health is that is that is that what we just did that's the way we just found opening yes we did think so <laughs> love it i love it <laughs> i think so i think it's important as a community and when i say community i'm talking about us the black community mm. it's important that we address self-care as a whole not just for women but for men as well and it's not something that you hear a lot about. I think we have this perception that men are just strong and can push through anything and can get through anything and can deal with anything because y'all are men. And that's not true no. because you are a human being and human beings have feelings and emotions and human beings need to be nurtured. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have so much dysfunction in our community because we have this narrative that black men have to be a certain way. We tell our children, and I'm speaking from a perspective as a mom here, because mm -hmm. I have two sons. We tell our children, don't cry, boys don't cry suck it up, be strong, and we don't realize the damage that we're doing to our kids as they grow into manhood. It's a very damaging thing to tell them that. And I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine one day. We were on the phone and his son was crying and he told his son that exact same thing. Don't cry, you a boy. And I told him, I said, stop. I said, don't say that. I said, because you are, you're activating toxic masculinity when you tell him that. I said, allow him to express himself. And I think once men adopt that it's okay for me to care for myself and express myself, my feelings, emotions, and just take time out, then I think the community will really start to heal. So, yeah. So what do you guys do for yourselves as part of your self-care routine, if you have one? Are you developing one? Are you thinking about developing one? And what does self-care mean to the two of you? Mm -hmm. I'll take it away first. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so... I've actually been talking about this a lot lately. And what I do for myself personally is uh, I have people I can, I, I have people I can talk to. 
I have my I have my family. I go to therapy every other week. Um, I have my my mom got me into uh, essential oils and deep breathing and stuff like that. Um, I I do tai chi. I listen to a lot of music. So there's a lot of things that I that I do to help my to help myself. Um, my friends and extended family. We we talk about how we're feeling all the time, regardless of where we are. Like if we, if, if we have something to get off our chest, then one, then another one, then one of us will be like, okay, let's go, you know, let's go over here and let's talk about it. And for some reason, because this has been going on for, this has been going on for a decade plus now that me and my extended family have been like this. And, you know, and some of us are, you know, some of us are married. Some of us have, you know, some of us have kids, but we always find time to talk things out with each other even if we don't you know we don't see each other on a, on a on a normal basis you know we know we can come to come to one another and just you know and just talk things out if we need to so knowing that you have that kind of that kind of support system really helps and i i i have to i have to give it up to everybody in my life for giving me the support and the um and the you know and just just making it okay. Now I'm not saying that everything is perfect because I've also had that whole um, not the boys don't cry thing. I've had the um, don't talk about going to going to therapy thing. You know, mm-hmm. um, that happened to me one time at work, and I had to explain to someone that I'm not ashamed. No one should be ashamed if you if you are going to therapy for any reason, and you want and you're okay with talking about it. It, we should normalize it, you know, because that that because that's the thing, uh, the the whole idea of men have to be this way, women have to be this way, and I love my I love my women, I love my queens, but we always talk about the we always talk about double standards as it pertains to women, right? And when it comes to men, they have us on this double standard thing too. We have to be like this. We have to be raised to be like this. Now things are, they are starting to change, right? But mm-hmm. speaking as a, but speaking as a, you know, speaking as a black man, it's a little, it's a little slower for us because of history. So at least from my perspective, um, but it doesn't mean it's impossible, mm-hmm. you know? So having conversations just like this one, that is part of my self-care system for myself. You know? Fantastic. Awesome. Well, 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 well. Where should I begin? Who wants to go first? Is there any question? Is there anybody to answer? Sure, you can go first. I, I, I can answer that. Oh, you can go first, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, as far as, as far as me, uh, as, as far as me, especially what I'm doing here right now, and um, helping the uh, uh, people get somewhere and, and 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 create and produce whatever they have the mind um, to do. What I noticed when I got here, a lot of it have been neglected in many ways. You know what I mean? And so they don't really take care of the uh, artists over here. The artistry is kind of down and poverty is here and the guys want to do something but they don't know which way which way to go about getting it done. And by me finding ways to help them get 
get it done, get it to where they need to go, it kind of even inspired me more to continue to do more for them. Because if, if there's nobody doing those things for them here, a lot of them going different routes into crimes, drugs, mm -hmm. and, and all kind of things like that. So by me getting some of these young people and even older people and leading them the right way through their arts, it gave me a different type of feel to continue doing what I'm doing. Because I came in this thing like, like it was a news, like growing, putting a seed on the ground and watching like the plants grow from, from seed to tree. And then when you start seeing the tree come up and then into blossom, into flowers and even fruits, it's like, wow, anything is possible. And by me feeling like that, I also inspire them to continue to inspire inspire others to do the same thing. So they can get even bigger and bigger. So that's what keeps me motivated to go. Awesome. 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 And Breezy? Um, as for as for me and my brothers, I think um our motivation is each other for one. Um, like I said, we've been through a lot so much in life. Um and you know, we just like I said, we just pour our all into our music. Also, um, you know, all three of us have kids. So our kids are our motivation, you know, like my when I'm in the studio recording, you know, my son, my daughter, they sit there, it's like, you know, they at the age of eight and three is like they already know how to do some of the things with you you're sitting there watching me so you know that's you know that, that's our motive you know um my, my parents and our kids you know we we just want to make sure that you know we try our best you know they never see us give up you know and just put them in a position to where they can be you know set you know so that that's that's it you know, we, we just want to make it like and with us it's not about you know the fame it's not about money you know of course you know if you do you know, get high enough, those things are gonna come, but that's not what's important to us. What's important to us is just giving our message, letting people know, you know, no matter what you done been through, that don't determine who you is. You know, your past is your past for a reason, but it can build you up to be something better. And, you know, we had, you know, a pretty terrible past, you know, foster care, you know, my brother going to prison, my grandma dying. So it's a lot, you know, and during those years, it was just so many things that happened. So now that we're back together, it's like we just pouring all that into our music and we just want people to know, never give up on your dreams and that's also like me i just turned 31 and i just got offered a contract you know to go to canada and play football so that's always been a dream of mine and like i said you know, it took you know me to get to the age of 31 to get there but it was never too late i never gave up i kept pushing and you know that's that's just we, what the message that we want to spread to people no matter what it is no matter how people look at you no matter where what they say no matter where you at like anything is possible you just got to put your mind to it and just stay you know stay focused and, you know we tell people it's going to be hard in the beginning it's not gonna it's not gonna be an easy journey some longer than others you know but eventually if you keep pushing and stick to what you're trying to do you're gonna get there and so that's you know that's what we try to push out to our fans and that's what we try to you know put in our music awesome awesome that's very important i love it and gorilla beats well i guess most of the points that breezy made there are kind of the same with me as well my main motivation at the moment is my family um i have four kids <laughs> uh so they're my biggest inspiration and my biggest motivator uh, i can give you an example for instance my um my youngest one who's 14 months old right you would think ah oh, it's just a baby he doesn't know much but we me my my wife actually pointed this out to me whenever my wife is putting my beats on youtube and he hears the beats 
he's just, he just goes dancing and flipping in the house and you know and, and bumping and all that on on the on the beat. And in the beginning, I was like, oh no, he just sees the gorilla on the screen, and then that's why. But no, the other day I've actually seen him. He was in the kitchen, started playing the music on the on the TV, and then he immediately flew into the room and started dancing and bumping and all that. <clears throat> so yeah, that's pretty much my biggest motivation. Um, but no, I just I just love uh, love music, and uh, as a side note, it, it also mm, frees up my mind from the daily stress and routine and problems and all that. And it's just a, a great getaway for me. And I love I, I love what I'm doing. Otherwise, I wouldn't invest in it and I wouldn't give it time. Yes, that's important. You have to love you what you're doing. Yeah, you have to. You got to love what you do. Otherwise, it's just a job. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Just a job and everything. But, you know, I actually um have a question um, for King Lucian and um, Gorilla Beats. Because, Breezy, you over here in the state. Now, King, I know you go, went back and forth from Atlanta to Africa. Just tell me, is there, like, what's the difference between, like, the music culture over in Africa, that you, you know, than over here? Do you see any type of, like, huge slim, um, differences or and everything? Because when I think of over Africa, I think about where all of our, like, drum beats came from, you know, or when we get all our rhythm and everything, you know? And, you know, the authentic right. part of it, you know, because right. that, that's where it comes from, from over in Africa. That's where it migrated from. But now you coming back over to the United right. States, what do you see different? Mm-hmm. Well, the thing about it here, like you said, they use a lot of drums and, and kind of you see a lot of culture here. But from this past, uh, this new generation, I see that uh, America has a big influence in the music. They start kind of fusing um, the, the hip hop from, from, from over there in America into here. And then for some reason, they're getting different sounds and fusing up both of them is even more beautiful like that. So there's a lot of similarities in so many ways. That's why sometimes I say, man, these are the same type of people. You, you're gonna see like different things, but yeah, they are so similar. Even with the right. drum, the beats, and things like that, and it's crazy. It's so dope. Like you see the same people, but yet they are so similar. They, they never kind of live in the same area. Yet they're creating similar type of sounds and similar way of doing things. But yet, but only difference is like they have more of a unity culture. Mm-hmm. As, like, as the people. Over there, they really just didn't have like the actual culture because ripped away from from them. Right, right. Because we know they were slavery and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. the original language like they do here and in different villages and tribes like that. But in some way, we still kind of the same way over there too in a, in, a, in the states, even though we kind of split up. But it's still kind of similar in New York, Cali. And, and things like that, it's kind of like somewhat of a tribe in the village type of way, but only thing is missing is like the, the unity. The unity, right, right, right. It's like right. basically, so you're saying it's more like everybody over here in the United States is for themselves and everything um, versus over there, like you said, in Africa, it's the unity, everybody's together. <laughs> yeah, everybody's together. And then the sad thing, but it, what is said now, everybody are together, but what is said now is, there's there's this movement of 
this different type of entity trying to wedge again between the people to cause what we have over there in the state. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm kind of here. I want to make sure everybody stay together. And even over there in the state, we link up together and create some more amazing things that we can do, you know, instead of continuing to be separate. Right, 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 right. So, Gorilla Beats, like, what is your, out, your input about, like, um, over here versus um, over in Ireland? Like, have you been to this? I'm quite sure you've been to the States, have you? I haven't no. been to the States. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> wow. Okay. No. No, but I'm pretty familiar with the uh, with the culture there, um, with the with the urban culture, let's say. Um, no, here in Ireland, the the hip hop culture or the urban culture isn't as big as in the states, um, or even let's say Germany or France, or you know, it's a it's a small country com in comparison to other countries uh, in terms of musical taste and all that. Um, they're more into pop rock kind of uh, kind of genre. Um, and as such, it's hard to find artists that can, you know, that can uh, rap on beats or can even, let's say, half sing on beats and all that on uh, on hip hop beats or trap beats. Um, I've actually been to a studio uh, two weeks ago, and um, the owner of the studio was like, "Man, your beats are dope, but <clears throat> here in Ireland, you'll have a hard time finding artists that can, that can jump on your beats and you know and and make something out of them." He was like, "Look more in the states. Look more in the UK." But I, I have a feeling that, you know, because of this pop rock culture, um, a lot of uh, artists are, uh, are yet to be discovered here in Ireland. And I'm hoping that maybe uh, by continuing to, to produce these beats and making these beats and putting myself out there, maybe I'll, I'll get to, to, to find and discover new talent, hopefully, you know, and get to grow each other, you know, together, because that's, that's the main goal. I don't want to sell my beats. I, I, I want to grow with an artist. I want to give him my beats. Here's my beats. Do something with it, and we'll talk later. You know. Right. I don't want to. I, I see a lot of producers right. selling their beats for twenty dollars, thirty dollars, whatever, on BeatStars and whatnot. I don't want to do that. You know, I want to. I want to be part of the journey. I, do, I don't just want to sell beats for cheap and then expect and nothing in return. You know. Right, right. That's awesome. I, feel that. I like that because. You you never know what something you've created is you never know when it's going to inspire somebody right no you never no, know that's true. that person is going to hear it and they're going to go oh i'm going to do this and then they discover some un you know some undiscovered talent that they had because of something you did right exactly yeah i won't but i wouldn't buy into that oh you're not going to find anybody in ireland i don't buy into that no me neither and you know I, i've always pushed uh ahead of the of the of the stream you know like i have this tattoo here it's a koi fish swimming up the stream that's basically struggle you know uh, fighting the struggles and fighting all the naysayers let's say and all the negativity and all that you know you can't do this and you can't do that and you won't do that no i if i put my mind to something i'm gonna do it no matter what you go you go you know i don't i don't want to live with i don't want to live with a what if i want to live with okay i've done it this happened Fair enough. I tried. I've done my best. Not be 60, 70 years old and be like, ah, oh, what if I did this when I was in my 30s or my 40s or whatever? You gotta do it. Yeah, it's never too late. Do it. Right. Nah, and nobody understands your vision and dream except for you. You know what I mean? So no. 
Right. So as long as you have that passion, you know, you just keep chucking for it. Exactly. Um, I got a question for Breezy, man. I'm from Quincy, man. You know I'm from Quincy. How is it different making music out of a small city like Quincy? Like, is Quincy very small? Like, it is. I know uh, that struggle different. Um, <laughs> the reason why I feel like it's so hard in Quincy is because I feel like the artists here, instead of working together, everybody want to be that one to make it. You know, they want to be like, oh, I'm the first one to be out of Quincy. You know, and like I told them, it's like, you know, not trying to make comparisons, but kind of like how it is in Atlanta. Those are Atlanta is so big with music because they work together, you know. But here it's like everybody just individual are. And then another thing here in Quincy is more popularity over talent. Yeah, that's that's real big. Like I'm I'm from Quincy, born and raised, but I moved away. You know, um, my twelfth grade year I moved away. I came back. Um, and like I said, it's a lot of artists there. You know, I've lab, I collaborated with a lot of artists there. But you just got certain ones that just think that you know they're just up there and i'm like man listen we all trying to get to the same spot you know and that's make it in this industry one way or another so why not collaborate i can use my connect you use yours and i would say like networking and collaboration that's big because you got your fan base i got my fan base we do a song together and they like the song now that brings both of us new fans so that's how but in quincy it's just quincy tell us it's just everybody's like more for themselves so that makes it hard so that's why you know i'm to a point now where i would still work with them but I'm kind of expanding, you know, my range a little bit. I'm working with different artists, like from Georgia. Um, I actually got a song from someone who was um, who caught from an island, you know. Um, Ray, like I do all types of genres, you know. It, I don't have no specific. I done did country songs, uh, hip hop, pop, R and B. Like I do it all. Like I don't have no specific one. I'm not picky about it. I do it all. So I just feel like if everyone had to come together and collaborate and work together, I feel like Quincy, you know, could make some noise in the music. I mean, we got one person. Bobby Fishkill, you know, he made it doing this thing and not really too much doing nothing you know, for the order, other artists here. But I ain't, ain't knocking up for that, you know, got their own decision to make. But I'm the type that if I do make it, you know, I want to give back, you know, and this to make it in the music. So if I make it, why not lend a hand to that next person that's trying to come up? You know, them get it. We ain't the type to boast and say, oh, I'm the reason you did that. I'm the reason you got on. No, we ain't like that. We just want to eat and we want to see everybody else eat. But I mean, until they that's change hard. their attitude, you know. They, you know, get change their way of thinking. It'll never work. It's gonna, be, it's gonna still be the same. Exactly. Hey man, push the raise those man. That's what I said. So that's why I say that's why now I'm just, I'm, I'm just extending my network. You know, I'm, I'm just like artists just from I don't, I don't care where they at. If somebody hear my music and they were like, hey man, you know, I want to collab or. You know, they went because, like I said, I'm in a group with me and my two brothers, my blood brothers. So someone can reach out to me and was like, hey, I want your brothers to get on the song. You know, I tell my brothers, we'll get in the studio and we'll do it. Like, that's how we're doing it. We're just trying to expand our range. And awesome. what I like from what I'm hearing, um, the similarities between you, Breezy, between Breezy and King, right? You're both in situations whereas you're trying to make um, put that, that, that foundation there for to keep people focused in the right direction. Like Breezy right. with you and your brother, you mentioned, you know, he's in prison, you want him to come home to something set up already, something positive. King said that, you know, he's trying to, you know, make sure, you know, the people stay on the right track, don't turn to crime and everything. And that's just beautiful. You know, we, we need that. We really need that and everything. And that's what I, you know, um, I really like, you know, we need, we need them role models. We need people out there that 
can, you know, help give, you know, positive direction. Um, and especially, and you know, music, something everybody likes, you know, and everything. So right. Um, right. that's what's up. One thing that I do like that King said is that, you know, how he said, how he just, you know, he make his beats and he want people to use his beats and not, you know, how people do 20, 30. One thing I like and respect about that, you know, it, it's not many people that do that. That's like me. Um, you know, I got some people that come to my studio, they pay me, but I have some people that come to my studio, they don't have the funds to do it, but they got the talent. So right. I'll tell them, man, listen, if you don't have it, just come. I'll still record you. I'll have you promote your music. I tell them, I mean, it's, it's hard these days. And like I said, there's a lot of, you know, if you go to most studios, they're going to charge you, you know, like anywhere between the 150 to like three, $400 rent. And that's just to record. That don't even include the mix and the mastering. So, you know, it makes it tough on the artists, you know, to put out good quality, to record and put out good quality music without getting broken in their pockets. So when people come to me, you know, first thing I tell them, I'm like, man, just whatever you give me, I'm grateful for, you know, but if you can't afford it, I will still record you. Like I got many people that come and I record them, I mix, I mess, I do all the music for free. You know, I promote it, I put it on, you know, YouTube, SoundCloud, I do all that for them. And that's just, that just a good heart that I got because, like I said, you know, that person who don't have the funds, they may blow up one day and be like, you know what, I'm going to go back and look out for Breezy because when I didn't have the money or nothing, he recorded me, you know what I'm saying? He he looked at me, you know, and he part of the reason why I got here, you know. So that's why I always believe in getting that. Right. There's so much talent around here in the forest of time. So I do it for free a lot of times, you know. That that's just a good heart that I got because I like I said I want to see everybody make it. Right. Big ups, right, bro. Right. Big ups. Right. Uh, that's why I saw not having thirty dollars in the present getting your way of being a part of something that can just blow up in the future. So I get that. Right. 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 Um, I, I got another question for you. Hey Jay, you say something? Yeah, I got a question for all three. If you were somebody who was trying to get started and you had to you had to get them some words to get started, what would you tell them? Well the first <laughs> <laughs> um well for me, um you know, like I said, I got Oh you can go. You can go ahead. I will. Oh no, go ahead, Bree. I, I thought you were oh, going. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, I, like I said, you know, my word, like I said in the beginning, you know, no matter what, like, continue to follow your dreams, you know, push yourself, don't give up, even when it looks like it's hard, even when it's look like you're not going nowhere, you never know who's out there watching, you know, you never know who's going to hear your music, you never know, you know, how it's going to blow up, so I always tell you, you know, even if, you know, you only get two or three views on YouTube, that don't mean stop, keep pushing, because like I said, you got to start small before you get big. So, uh, you know, and then, you know, social media is big these days. So that's how a lot of artists get on now because of social media, their presence on social media. So, you know, I always want to tell everybody, man, be truthful with your music. You know what I'm saying? Be honest. Like, don't try to put on and make it seem like that you're something that you're not. Just be true to yourself. You know what I'm saying? And just keep pushing. Don't give up no matter what. And I always find the ones that push through. It may take a little time, but eventually you're going to get to where you're going. Never always, you know, that's my main thing. I tell them, man, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Promote yourself network you know get out there try to bring, um, reach out to other people you know just you know it, it's a process but you gotta you gotta fight through it no matter how hard it you gotta fight through it awesome right gorilla beats yeah my advice to somebody who's just starting uh, i suppose my opinion is a bit more um on the criticism side uh, i'd say be be extremely 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 tough on yourself right um 
I've heard a lot of beats for from from different uh, let's say producers or bands or whatever you want to call them, right? They just don't sound at all the way it's supposed to sound, right? I mean, if you if you put out one, two, three, four, five tracks, ten tracks, and they're all mixed and mastered and recorded wrong, just wrong. No matter how the way you want to put it nicely, it's just wrong. You either don't have an ear, or you that's just not for you. But uh, all happy days and roses and all that. If you're talented and you know you love what you're doing and all that, just don't stop and never give up. There's no age that you can start, and there's no age when you're finished. Um, the one thing that stuck in my mind was an interview uh, that Timbaland did with uh, with a producer, and he was saying, "Don't forget, Quincy Jones discovered uh, Quincy Jones made Thriller when he was 50. Wow, that's when he blew up." I'm like, Great Fair point. Enough. Yeah. That's, so there's yeah, no there's no age there's no uh, there's no right time there's no wrong time but you have to have some sort of skills. Of course, skills can be grown and can be mature then you get better with time but you know you have to have some sort of ear at least <laughs> to be able to hear what you're making you know right i know i can't sing so i'm not gonna sing i'm probably going to <laughs> act i'm actually working on on a track using my own voice but that has a lot of auto tune in it but that will be just the one track that I'm making just to fulfill my my ego. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not getting into singing whatsoever because I know I don't have a voice or I don't have that voice anymore that I had when I was 16, 17, 18. But I know I can make beats and I can make I can create melodic beats and inspire people that way. So yeah, I suppose just don't give up, but at the same time be extremely extremely tough on yourself and be real to yourself. You know, be real. Yes, I can That's do this true. or I can't do this. Right, know your craft and be the best at it, basically. Right, okay. exactly. And King, right. and King. Well, as far as far as me, I usually tell um, everybody that that's kind of new coming things like you have to look at it as the um, as the creator. The greatest artist of all is the creator, and you are creating her, her image. And so you have to like the creative paint the world like all kind of colors and different things like that. That is you. You know what I'm saying? That is you. And then you have to bring that out of you because inside of you there's great art that nobody ever seen before. So you have to put value to your art and your work. And then you can bring it out to the world and keep it going. You know what I mean? You, you might feel like someday you're not inspired. Go outside, smell some flowers or something like that. When you come back you're gonna create some more things and things like that so don't give up in anything be the creator like the creator are created uh, uh, all of us that is all right. and then when you do that you're gonna put but you're gonna bring value in what you are doing instead of just doing anything just for the heck of it awesome awesome that's that, that that's some real inspiration right there from all of you i love it yeah. I, love it. Um, I have a question for all three artists if that's uh, if that's cool with everybody sure. um, so okay so all right so recently so recently um, T-Pain went on a rant about origin about originality mm -hmm. um, he um, you know as as a lot of people know he's on he's on twitch and he'll listen to he'll listen to artists music and he's noticed 
a lot of similar cadences, a lot of similar patterns, a lot of similar sounds. Now, I'm looking at it like this. I, as a listener, have been hearing the same kind of sound, at least coming from this region, for several years at this point, right? Mm -hmm. So, and that, and that includes flows, that includes that includes hooks, that includes drum patterns, all that. Now we're screaming for more originality. What does that mean to you? Now, the three of you come from three different regions, right? And obviously you've heard, you know, you, you've heard your, you know, your sound and influences from, uh, from places, from other places like the US and the UK. What does originality mean to you and how do you keep that going? For me, uh, it's about, okay, so let's start, let, let's put it a different way. I've, I've seen the, the, the T-Pain uh, stream when he was ranting about that. And I agree to him quite a lot, actually, because, Same. and you hear, I know you're saying, yeah, you, you've heard these, these sort of beats and hooks and melodies for a few years from, from where you're at, but you have to understand that when beats start to sell and a certain type of beats start to sell, that's what they were, that's what uh, artists are going, not artists, but that's what labels are wanting because that's what sells. So it stops becoming a problem of why is the producer or the artist making that beat and it comes to be a problem of why the label is continuously asking for that type of beat. Right? But in terms mm -hmm. of originality, yeah. So for instance, I grew up listening, my, my dad was playing a lot of different types of music from Michael Jackson to Dire Straits to Metallica to like everything, everything, sure. absolutely, to Snap, to everything, every single genre of, of music. So for me, I suppose I can never make, or I, I, I'd like to believe that I'm never going to make a beat that doesn't have some sort of melody in it. Right? And I always, when I, when I make a beats, I, I kind of try to combine different genres. Like I'm not sticking, okay, I'm, this beat is gonna be a drill beat. It has to have, you know, uh, five hi-hats on a 16 bar and all that, no. So just the way it flows and it sounds, and if it sounds nice, I always start with the melody and then I add the beat. I never make the beat first and then add the melody. So I suppose that's that's how I'm trying to stay original, trying to, to get influences from more genres and not listening to one type of, 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 of genre of music. I'm not stuck in the box. I don't want to stay in the box. I want to listen to everything. Hit me with everything, whether it's pop, rock, soul, funk, whatever it is, I'll listen to it. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Because you know, otherwise yes, you listen yes, to the same yes. type of beats over and over and over again. Of course, you're going to create the same type of music. Right, right. If you only listen to Timbaland, you're going to start, right. you know, involuntarily you're going to start making Timbaland beats. If you listen only to T-Pain beats, you're going to start mm -hmm. making a lot of songs with auto tune. So you have to expand your horizons and listen to everything. Definitely, definitely. Okay. Awesome. And that's 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 I like what he's saying because that's kind of what I'm. I'm doing with my artists now uh here some of them came into the hip-hop some of them came into the gospel of thing and some of them came to like classical things so what i'm doing now there are certain exercises i do for them i switch them around 
So now you have to create hip hop music. Now you have to create this type of music. Now you have to create that type of you know, Afro beats and uh, Afro type of music. So that way, they're not just stuck in this one box mm-hmm. and really open themselves up for different things. You know, so I, I have everybody from gospel switching and running, converting and switching and combining, so you can create a different type of sound. You got more tools in the toolbox. I got you. <laughs> right. You're you're not right. only inspiring. You're not, you're not only inspiring originality, but also versatility. You know. Right. right. It's like it's, like, it's right. like mixed martial right. arts. Nobody goes in with just one style. Right. You know. And some yeah, do, and they're, and they're and they're good at it, and they're and they're great at what they do. But you know, now we're getting to a we've gotten to a point where you can. Just like conversations like this, we're talking to people from different, you know, from different walks of life, different regions, all of that. And with the internet being the way it is, I've seen people collab with, you know, from with different producers from different, uh, you know, from different countries, and they've collaborated with, their, you know, with different sounds or whatever. Sometimes you can't tell the difference between uh, between what's going on, say somewhere in Ireland, somewhere in the, you know, to somewhere here, because they're like, I'm gonna jump on this, I'm gonna challenge myself, you know. And others are just—they just want to play. They just want to play it safe. Um, exactly. Exactly. I, I, I think I think there's going to become a time where we're not going to be, for lack of a better word, afraid to jump into do into different pools. And I can't wait to see when and when when that happens. I listen to different from I listen to different things from different from different places anyway. So my so my play will never be full, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, for us with me, um, I'm I was kind of 50 50 with when I heard it because, um, I'm more of an authentic rapper, I believe in authenticity, authenticity, you know, being real, honest, you know what I'm saying, and that's kind of like how it was from you know back in the days. But I feel like now it's more of a trend thing if a certain type mm-hmm. of song or a certain type of beat or a certain flow, if that's what's trending and that's what people listen to then i feel like that's what everybody's gonna go to so it's like everybody just jumped on that one wave so he you know i did understand him in that point because like especially over here most beats most uh, sounds most hooks most flow it all sounds the same and it's like nobody is really standing out you know you got some people that's you know they have their own way of doing things like me I have my own way of rap. I gotta, and honestly, like a lot of music today is no disrespect on the artist, but I really don't listen to it. Like, I still listen to, you know, music from the 90s and 2000s because I feel like that's mm-hmm. real music. Old music, right. like, it got that mystery to it, you know, it got that real feeling into it. And nowadays, it's more about, you know, oh, I'm on the block, I'm shooting, I'm robbing, I'm this, I'm that, you know, and mm-hmm. that just, honestly, that don't fit me. You know what I mean? Like I said, I had my my past but i just you know like i said when i tell my story i tell it how it really is or how it really was when i went through it you know i don't try to make myself seem like i'm something that i'm not but like i say i feel like you know it's more of a thing you know you make a song um and it got it got the same it can have the same kind of beat same kind of flow as you know the next song but people gonna listen to it because that's what's hot these days so and i feel like it's more harder for authentic rappers you know or authentic artists must i say to get put on, you know, than these, you know, than the kind of rappers that we got today. You know, like I say it's it's just a trend thing, and music doesn't evolve over the years. So, you know, music that they got now, I guess that's you know that that's what it is. So, and then like I say, it's kind of hard for artists like me to get on the track and move out because I know that don't fit me. It's kind of like he said, you know, he's not gonna try to sing because he know he's not a singer. That's like me. 
I can't get on the track and try to mumble rap, you know, I do all that stuff because that's, that don't fit me. You know, that's not me. So I'm not going to try to put myself in a category, you know, that I know I don't fit in. So, you know, like I said, I was, you know, kind of 50-50 with it. But, you know, he, he, he did make sense with what he was saying. You know, everything these days sounded like everything. And sometimes like, I have to go on Google or YouTube to kind of try to look at the lyrics to see what they're saying. I'm like, oh, okay. They're saying absolutely <laughs> nothing. Yeah, I, see, I, see my, I see my younger, my like younger brother and my younger cousins. They're really just, they're really just, you know, just, just flowing with it. They're just really getting down with it. And I, didn't understand it. Like the first time I ever heard Lil Uzi Vert, um, I got a little angry, but not because of his music, not really because of his music, but because of us, because of a couple interviews he did where he basically disrespected those who before him. And I started saying, where did this, like, there's always been some sort of division in hip hop over the years, but I've never seen a rift like this, you know what I'm saying? Like, because of ageism. I've never, I've never ever seen that. And then now you, you fast forward to, you know, places like the UK and one of their biggest acts are two 70 uh, something year old dudes who can flow. They're called, they're called Pete and Baz and they, and, and they can rap. Like they're over drill beats and, and, and grind beats and they can flow. And I'm like, um, so don't tell, don't tell somebody they too old just because, right. you know? Yeah, so, but, but you know, it, it's the labels at the end of the day. Like I said, it's all about the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then from what that's I'm what sells. If you're not between 30, 20 and thirty, good luck. You can right. be the most talented rapper in the world. Nobody's gonna yeah, look at you. Social media it plays a big part in that because I feel like a lot of labels also look at the artist. You know, say you're an up and coming artist, and they look like okay, you know, they got Twitter, Instagram, all those things. Mm -hmm. If you got millions of followers up. You know, over 100k followers and all those kind of things they're going to go after you because they feel like i don't have to help you build the fan base because you already got it but that yeah. person could, could have the least talent in the world and go to a person that got you know good talent they good at what they do and they probably only got maybe five six hundred you know um followers on instagram they're going to go with the one that got the most followers because they already okay I, they got a fan base behind them already you know, so like I said, I don't have to put money into trying to build that. Or the, you know, labels these days, I think they want somebody who already, you know, kind of got a, you know, got some going for themselves. They don't really want to help you build. They want somebody who's already, you know, kind of up there with themselves. So that and you makes know what it hard. I like about that? And it's an interesting point you just made. And what I don't like about that, because what they're not realizing, I just spoke about this yesterday. Out of them, what, 500,000 followers they have, how many of them are real? I get messages on a daily right. on a daily basis with uh, promote this song, promote this song, pays fifty dollars, pays a hundred dollars, oh, we get you extra followers. Right. No. And you're seeing me when I was promoting my platform, how I approach some of y'all, correct? I was like, listen, I'm not one yeah. of those. Yeah. <laughs> right. They'll tell you, I was like, I'm not one of those IG promoter accounts. Like, you know, that's that's just a big thing, you know. It's you know how many people you have following you, which of course that's just a big misconception that the five hundred thousand followers and probably two hundred are real. <laughs> that's my only problem. I'd rather have part fifty, part 50 is, real are, followers that actually stupid. listen to my stuff. Right. right exactly. And, exactly. And then, as far as the creativity part, to me, it's more like instead of it being a competition of who's going to drop the dopest track, it's a competition of who's dropping the most. 
you yeah. know, and you rushing to drop the most traps and you taking away from the creative the time you can put the creator, you know? So exactly. it's just right. crazy right. right now the way it is, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that's you know, everybody got tit talking all that's that's one of the one that's one the hard <laughs> that's one of the hardest thing I try to break. I, I had to try to break uh uh someone is um uh, my artist to get away from because a lot of time they see what's going on on TV over here, right? Um they want to kind of mimic that and and even to the internet and the IG. And then you know they own me like King, you gotta put all this money so he can get all these views. I'm like, man, listen, listen, listen. Let's focus on the art first, everything will come. You know what I mean? You got you cannot put that as the main focus. I gotta get all the views and put that away. Create once you create, you get some dope stuff, everybody gonna follow. And you're gonna get your real pure, like organic followers that gonna stick with you for the longest instead of these just like IG followers and this and that. Which is you know, it sometimes is good, but that cannot be your main focus. Then you're gonna lose your heart. You know, what I mean, it's it just gonna be because it's, it's, it's just gonna become more about just how many followers I got I, daily. You're gonna be looking at how many followers I got instead of really focus on your music. So I had to kind right. of break some some uh, those things away so they can stay focused on, on music. Right, right, and them them IG promoter accounts they, they like they savages. One thing about what he said: focus on the art instead of the views because. If you're not mm -hmm. focusing on your art or, the, or you know whatever it is that you're doing, you're not going to give them followers or them viewers nothing to see. Exactly. So that's what that's why I like. You, know, you got to stay because you know and, the art is more and, important than the views. Right. And them IG promoter accounts, they don't care because they're not looking at your art. You know, they just looking at to get that quick one hundred dollars that they charging you because. I tell you, I, I put a post up about my cousin passing away saying rest in peace, and one of them come and comment say promoted on platforms record. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting rest in peace to my cousin. You telling me to promote it on metallic records? So they don't yeah. care. They're not even looking at what these people, these artists. <laughs> these bots are disrespectful, man. They, they are very disrespectful. Straight up disrespectful. It's very disrespectful. So, what I did, and I don't mean to cut you off, because they was they, mm -hmm. they wanted to collaborate with me because they found out about my platform. So they was like, all right, listen, you know, we're going to cut you a deal, charge you less, and you know, you can promote your, we promote your platform, your social media site. I was like, nah, the artists they're getting to pay them to promote on their plat day on pages are real. So, I just cut them out and I started DMing the artists myself. I was like, listen, you know, I'm, like, I'm not paying y'all for this <laughs> and stuff. So it's just crazy. It's just crazy with these promoter, um, IG promoters account. Right. And another thing I liked about what Gorilla had said, it's like the labels, the labels, the labels, the labels are really destroying everything. Like as far as even the young generation, you know what I mean? Yeah. To move forward, to have to yeah. be better in the future. They are destroying. You know, I, I see this. I was watching uh, this young lady over here. She was cool, like real dope music. But now, what it did now, they strip her down. Like, naked, pretty much naked in all the songs. You know what I mean? So, all that just get people to get 
like, why are we guys doing? You know what I mean? So now they got her holding this app for drugs. And this, and you look at this person from the beginning, that's not who she was. Right. You know what I mean? Changed. So they're kind of brainwashed. They changed her whole it's all thing about that, that image. she's becoming something else. Yeah. It's all about this image, mm -hmm. this crazy image, so they can attract okay. views. But they're kind of destroying the art and the people behind them, the young generation. You know what I mean? I had to cancel out my video. Like one of my artists, because uh, my norm in my my, my uh, King Kong in King Kong music, I had placed uh, different thing like we're not gonna do this. We're not gonna demonize. I mean, not demonize. Minimize women. We're gonna bring value to our women. You're gonna bring value to yourself your art mm -hmm. and everything else and your videos gotta be clean i want a clean video mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i had to get rid of one of the manager that i hired here because behind me he was doing something totally different kind of like he wanted to do what was other level letting them know like no you know people don't know you don't have you gotta do it like this so you can make it and then when they shot a video thing in it that I didn't want to be in. All because they want this type of view. Mm. Have you seen, uh, have any of you seen A Star so is Born? A Star, um, the, I eh, haven't, no, not the whole thing. The Lady, the Lady Gaga movie with uh, Bradley Cooper. Okay, oh, I've seen man. some of it and listened to the music. I ain't gonna say I've seen it all the way through. I just I, I, I went to the cinema actually and I listened to the soundtrack. But no, the point was it's uh, what what King is saying now. It's uh, it's been portrayed in that movie really really well. Wow. Like the way he was saying that the artist, the female artist, started and she was all nice and singing you know nice songs and all, and then all of a sudden she signed and then she has to strip all her values and she has to strip naked and she has to dye her hair. Sing a certain way, etc. Right. Yeah, right. Like everybody was going. That movie is just about the songs, but they, they. I think a lot of people missed the actual, uh, the real message behind the story. Yeah. Right. Mm. Right. That's why I always tell my, you know, myself and my brothers. You know, we. I would rather just be independent and grind. You know what I'm saying? And get up myself. I, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't believe, you know, in signing with no label due to the fact that, like, like you know, like you just said, they want to turn you into something that you're not, you know. And then again, mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know that money that you get from a label, that's basically like a loan. That's, that's basically a loan. That's not your money. That's a loan. Mm -hmm. So they're going to, you You may get a week, something out of it, but they're going to charge you for studio time, shows, tours. So when you get your money, you're going to get little to nothing. So if anything, you know, I always told my brothers, I do the, you know, I do the music, but I do the engineering, I do the business part. I always told them most that we would do is maybe like a partnership or a distribution deal, you know, to help distribute the music. But I'm not, right. not signing to no label, you know, to try, you know, try to turn us into something that we not that that's that's not gonna happen. Because then again, like I say, that'd be us getting away from our, 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 our Ah, from our reality of who we really is. And I'm not. I'm, that's not me. I'm, I wouldn't do it. Ain't no amount of money in the world worth me being a puppet to no one and that's basically what artists are when they sign to labor they become puppets yeah, it's the same what happened with uh yeah. cash money records if i'm not mistaken yeah. no, oh, no you're, you're right, right. No, you're right <laughs> <laughs> you're right <laughs> <laughs> man, Lil Wayne they signed all, all yeah, these artists pride. yeah and then they, they started banning them and all that like it's not yeah. what i would say is that's the main reason 
<laughs> yeah, go on. That's the go main on, reason why I, I, I create, create I, that's one of the reasons why, one of the reasons why I created my label, because I, I wanted them to like, to get, to not get caught up in that, in those top, those top labels. So I was like, okay, these kids, everybody right. want to be signed to certain, uh, some labels. Why not I create a safe haven for them where they can be signed here and still have rights to their music and things like that. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You sign to a label, but you have only shit for yourself. <laughs> right. You know, you sign to a label and then refuse and then it drop you and things like that. No, do that. So I created that just to pull, pull those uh those young minds and bright bright minds from going to those other labels. The one that Brizzy is talking is talking about. It's just oh man, they destroy this kid. Man. Yeah, they they what they see is they see them dollar signs in the beginning, but they don't know the sacrifices behind. You know, they don't know the sacrifices that comes with that. They don't know all the things that you know. A label not gonna tell you up front. You know, oh, if you sign the us, you gonna have to wear this. You are gonna have to sing like that. Wear your hair color. You gonna have to dress this way. They're not gonna tell you that up front. They're gonna wait till you sign, and then right. that's when they're gonna tell you, okay, you basically belong to us now. So you do what we say. So that's why I say, you know, it's you know, right. they it, it's not right, you know that they treat people like that. But I guess that's how they, you know. I guess that's how it is. <laughs> you know, I say like if you can if you can get signed to a label, that's how that's my opinion anyway. And I, I've seen a few artists actually doing this thing. Sign to a label, get your check, put it away, invest it in yourself, and then once that contract is over, do whatever you have you want. You have the funds, you have the 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 networking, you have everything that you ever need. Right. If you remember, um Rita Ora, right? She's an artist from the UK. She was signed to Rock Nation. And she was under a, a contract for, I think, two years. And within those two years, she didn't really release that much. Uh, and then after after uh, her contract was terminated, she started releasing like crazy and only nice, nice tracks, right? Like, why couldn't she do that before that? You know? restricted to do a certain type of music or what was the story you know yeah it could no get that they want they want you to do it their way they wanted to be how they want it done you know so that that is like i say and what you said was smart put your money up and then once that contract up invest it in yourself you know like that's how a lot of artists do now they sign a partnership deal with a label then once that contract up you know they they start their own labels. like i see a lot of artists now like they have yeah. people that they got signed under them yeah they catch a lot of these uh these young uh these young artists you know with uh, like you say with dollar signs yeah they don't think past mm -hmm. that there's like okay i'm getting my my contract now i'm gonna make millions and stuff yeah okay and after that what in a year or two nobody <laughs> will know your name or even knew you ever existed exactly right yeah. that's why i was so important that right. prince used to stress before prince. he passed of owning your masters how important oh, yeah. you educate yourself Prince, no. like he refused to work with any other artists if they didn't own their masters and that's why he created that sign that he did the logo that he did to let you know mm -hmm. that if you wasn't self-owning yourself then mm -hmm. i had no dealings with you he would actually call you a slave to your faith no matter where you was so yeah. just to end that on that note Yes. Backtrack to what Kyle said. I think all the music sounding the same because we're in a generation of one hit wonders. Don't nobody want to last long. Everybody want to make that one song and make a million dollars and get out. It ain't about longevity. Yeah, yeah. Longevity is underrated in the generation. And I ain't great.
Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, I honestly think that one requirement should, and, and, and here's what, and here's I've, I've only noticed from just watching documentaries and even some people that I know, they will give you whatever you ask for because you are basically a pro, basically a product, right? But one thing I, I don't see is them showing them how to deal with fame when it starts coming. You know what I mean? Like we're talking, we talk about mental health more and more, and I'm seeing all these stories, all these young actors and in the, in, in these young artists who end up going to their lowest of lows after being of the highest of highs because they didn't handle success or they didn't know how to read their contracts right or they didn't know how to to talk to people properly it, it like like prince is another example because when prince got up he was very shy so people thought mm -hmm. he was you know outside the state he was a very shy guy he only did you know, he he only did a certain amount of interviews until he got, you know, until until he started like reading where 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 his music was going and, and taking ownership of his art, you know. So I think one thing that should be a, a requirement is you gotta you gotta go do a psychiatric test because once these once these things start happening, once you sign that contract or once you start once that one single or album starts getting up there on I'm not even gonna say the charts anymore. I'm gonna say YouTube and um, you know, streaming, because the charts don't hold, at least to my perspective, they don't hold the same weight that they used to. It's all about, it's all about streaming numbers now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Any kind of, any kind of success, whether it be, whether it be mainstream or independent, once these things start, once your life starts drastically changing, in order to keep you going, they got to learn how to diversify. They got to learn how to, you know, how to keep themselves from going completely insane just to create, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's, That's true. what I tell, you, I tell me, my brothers. We're so used to being down. So whenever we do get up, it's like it's not going to change who we are because we know how to have, you know, to have nothing at all, you know? So mm, exactly. a lot of people exactly. get money, they get pain, and it changes who they is. But, you know, we don't. And, you know, we, we didn't have times to where we can't have some of money, but like I said, we just stayed true to ourselves. You know, like I'm not, not going to sell nobody out. I'm not going to, you know, act like I'm bigger than the next person. I'm going to, like, we always just been humble people. So, you know, that's why, like, you know, whenever we do get, you know, elevate ourselves to, you know, a higher level, you know, it, it's not going to matter to us. Because like I said, I, the thing about it with us, you know, like I said, if you do get up there, of course, the fame and the fortune is going to come. But, you know, like I said, that's not what's important to us. What's important is just, you know, giving our message, you know, being successful and just, you know, trying to do something with our lives. You know, cause like I say, music, I love, we love doing music, but, you know, we do make it in music. We want to take that, you know what I'm saying, and turn it into something else. Like I see some artists, you know, they open stores, you know, they start clothing lines, you know, open shops, you know, open different businesses, you know, because, you know, that's what I say. A lot of people be like, oh, these artists don't went broke because they don't make music. No, they don't. Some people just, you know, decided to leave the music scene, but they still got a lot of other things that's going on to where they're making yeah. money, you know? So I feel like the industry was just to still, you know, a foot in the door for them to really what they want to do. I hear some people who didn't probably didn't even want to do music, but the opportunity was there and it allowed them to elevate themselves, you know, and then get to the position to where they can do what they really want. Absolutely. Awesome. So, so I think, what's good, what's good. <laughs> So I want to thank my guests for being a part of the show this evening. Absolutely. You've been spectacular and it's phenomenal. 
show episode. So I send blessings upon all you guys. It's been an absolute phenomenal show. And got a shout out to the Who They Want Misfits. We've mm-hmm. been holding it down the entire show. I love you guys as well. And y'all already know it's Team Who They Want. Y'all can catch us right here live seven days a week, depending on who all on work schedules. But <laughs> that's another story. So, <laughs> I just, before we do leave, though, I would like to, um, you know, as um, you know, King Gorilla, you know, if you know, if y'all, you know, want to work with some, you know, someone over here, man, we can, you know, switch accounts, you know, IG or you know, Facebook or something, and you know, we can definitely on the block. do some work, man. Open them on the block. Yeah, put it on the block. Yeah, yeah, put it on the block, Breeze. I see you the link to the block. It's beautiful. That's what we here for. Right. You all, you, 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 what's going already? International cross promotion here. <laughs> so That'd yeah, let's time. let's stay up. Let's link up. Um, you know, my Thank my you. Instagram is is uh, King Lucian Lutadilla Jr. Uh, you can find me there. Mine is always open. Uh, let's let's work together and, and create some some dope stuff. I'm I'm, I'm yeah, but <laughs> let's actually work because I I've heard a lot of uh, yeah. Hit me up. Let's work together. And then you hit them up, and then mm-hmm. nothing after. Yeah. Right. If you don't mean it, we're gonna do it. We're doing it different. 